1: Run like a wild man! to struggle and I watch you with From Auburn University,
2: Jackson.
3: The correct Auburn Arena time is 9.15 p.m. Central Daylight Time. Your digital audio device is tuned in to the Orange and True podcast. Powered by the friendly folks at collegeofmagnolia.com. Go there for all your Auburn needs. Greetings and citations, orange and truther, it is I, at Senecrow2 on Twitter, at Senecrow on Venmo's, where you'll find me. I'm bringing you the magic of the internet. Joining me, the viewer monger himself, Ryan S. Starr on Twitter. The S stands for celebrity, because Ryan was the celebrity letter R. Ryan, welcome.
0: How's it going? I'm pretty sure I'm the first celebrity R, right?
3: You are. I think you might be the first celebrity. You are but welcome to the one timers club. Those of us who have been celebrity <laughs> letters on this uh, on this podcast. It's they, we are the only Auburn podcast in which a majority of the members have been a celebrity letter. Um, I mean, I don't think my God, I don't think the homie Painter Sharpless has ever been a celebrity letter, and I don't think Justin has either. So we got them. We got that on the Observer. Uh, yeah, Don, that was
0: the thing I was most excited about was getting to update my uh, profile picture to, to hold the letter like you. Yeah. Oh, perfect.
3: As oh, that's nice. As, as, uh, has J-Boy been on the celebrity letter? I didn't think so either. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm going to know comment. I'm, I'm blocked, so I wouldn't know. Just
3: waiting, on, just waiting on you guys, I guess. Up here on the uh, – it's two to zero. We're just scoreboarding the rest of these Auburn podcasts. Uh, to the other side of me giving you the full four-paint ASMR you pay so much money for. Calling in from Auburn, Alabama, the AU Chief. That's right. Because this episode, Auburn fans, we're gonna talk a little bit of stick and ball. We're gonna talk a little bit of seam. Because you know what? Just a couple of seam heads here on this show, as you all know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: Total seam heads.
3: One thing, oh, one thing you, yeah one thing you guys know about Crow is I I am I'm here to talk baseball.
1: Love the stick ball.
3: And joining us to do so is none other than the best Auburn baseball expert we could afford.
2: Well, there we go.
3: It is Drew McCracken,
2: gentlemen. How are we?
1: Great. This is uh, one of my two favorite episodes of the year. I mean, Fantastic. this one. <laughs> and previewing the uh, SEC tournament, which we've done, mm-hmm. and or when Nerd's on. Those are my those are my favorite episodes of the year. This I,
2: one, I actually um, thought it was going to be uh, reviewing um, the Boom roasted winners wow. of the year i i mean if we're going to talk about the two-time cami award-winning um recording article
3: it is the two-time cami award-winning and i didn't even do the camis this year i should have if i had it would have been three-time winning
2: it would have been three times (laughs) don't worry i've still got my trophies they're right Um, back behind me here in the coffee shop um (laughs) you can't see them but they're they're back there behind the grill we're in the
3: virtual um, coffee shop on Skype currently cuz
2: yes. that's how we roll. That's how we roll. Uh but gentlemen, uh it's good to join you again. Uh it has it has been a long time. I've I've um, I'm very excited to join you. So thank you guys very much.
3: Ryan is uh for some reason Ryan's avatar
2: just jumped across all the of a sudden
3: just jumped across the room and is now very very tiny in the back of the coffee very, shop.
1: See you, Ryan. I don't know
2: how you did that. Still here. Starbucks order he, he, he had a uh, an Americano order yeah, uh, he needed Frappe
3: yeah. Frappe for Ryan
0: <laughs> <I> s- for <laughs> uh, also, also I'd just,
1: like to say that the S stands for should have worn a bucket hat
0: uh, my, they don't make them that big man you have one your I know head you is not one. bigger than my head yeah, I have a lot more here than you do.
3: I know you purchased a bucket hat from the AU Club. I do. So I wasn't was able fit. to get one because fit. of that.
1: It's probably it's probably a large. You should send it to Crow. Yeah, you should send it to Crow. Yeah, yeah it
3: stands for
0: send it to Crow. I should actually, I, I could also send it to Lydia. I bet
1: she'd love it. Uh, is anybody good with Facebook? Because we should Facebook my picture, my face onto one of you guys' celebrity letter holder picture. Just just
3: a <laughs> second. So you, you mean Photoshop?
1: That would be a photo yeah. What did I, what
0: did I say? You said Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, Facebook, oh. whatever. And you, and you saying if oh, anybody nice old, yeah. or anybody old, good at
3: Facebook is the oldest man thing you've ever said on this podcast? Which one y'all good at Facebook, man? Yeah, which one y'all
0: good at the face?
3: I need to post some stuff.
0: I got some thoughts on this election. All right. <laughs> www.chiefthoughts.com.
3: So here we go. We're going to talk a little bit of baseball, and I uh, I really think that this is going to be a special year. I, in fact. I don't know if you guys know this. I'm probably going to go to a baseball game, an Auburn baseball game, next weekend.
2: Yeah, so no, there's a there's a legit shot for you to do so. I, I might go uh, three. That's this weekend, right?
1: I, I bet yes, they start here at that one too. I,
3: I I think Friday especially is my is my best chance to go see us beat the Oklahoma Sooners at the Gulf
1: Globe Life Field. Sure you mm-hmm. can buy a Lone Star while you're there.
3: And let me tell you else, both well, chief, it's twenty-five buck tickets, and it's GA.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, buddy, there if you I, go.
3: I might sit with my feet on the dugout.
2: Yeah, do it. No, it's it's going to be a great weekend. Um, Auburn opens the season in the State Farm uh, College Baseball Showdown. Um, it's one of the two or three premier. Um, Opening tournaments, opening season tournaments uh, that that have really started to pop up. Uh, There's the one at Minute Maid Park Uh, last year. uh, The Tigers opened the season against Oklahoma uh, in the Round Rock Classic, Uh, and this year they get invited to um, to Arlington to to take on another round of Big 12 teams: Uh, Oklahoma, uh, 12th ranked Texas Tech, and Kansas State.
3: And this is the premier preseason. College baseball tournament sponsored by an insurance company in America, Correct. and it's that it's a huge honor with for a bullet, there.
2: Yeah, yeah, number one with a bullet um, for for sure. Um, these have started to become more and more um, vogue in college baseball over the past five ten years or so. Um, but I, this one is was I think the first, uh, so you can dub this one the Maui Invitational of uh, oh, college baseball.
3: Now we're talking.
2: So nah, you're talking. Give me a
3: qu- let's do. A, I'll I'll do a quick 2021 recap. Um, sure. The Tigers were 25 and 27, two games under 500, 10 and 20 in the SEC, finished sixth in the division, lost hmm. in the first round of the conference tournament to Ole Miss, then turned around and lost Ryan Bliss, Richard Fitz, Tyler Miller, and Steven Williams to the Diamondbacks, Yankees, Red Sox, and Nationals respectively lost a lot of guys but not from a team that had a ton of success where does that put auburn now going into this year
2: so it 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 puts the tigers in a rebuilding mode for sure um after um let me take you back even further after the go uh the shortened covid season which um, privately to you guys um, here in our back corner booth, I, I had mentioned that 2020 was, in my opinion, there was a chance for 2020 to be even bigger than 2019, which ended in Omaha. Um, but with pitching rebuilds, with um, players getting drafted, even those extra years, um you know, you had a player like Rankin Woley uh, last year that was able to come back as a super senior um, and, and get another season under his belt that really solidified the infield. Um, the pitching has just not caught on uh, the way a lot of Auburn fans would have liked. And, and the same thing's going to happen as we enter this season. Um, the, the pitching is going to be where this Auburn baseball team lives or dies Um, it's going to be the pitching depth who can come up, who can make those big pitches, get those big starts uh, especially once conference play starts because the SEC is loaded this year just like I I was thinking about it earlier today I'm really proud of football for catching up to to SEC baseball as far as competitiveness um, because it, it has been this way for about 15 years and this year is no different
3: Okay, so what? Like, if, if you were to put uh, a button on it, if you were to say, "Look, Auburn, Auburn baseball is top tier, middle tier. Where 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 is Auburn currently in the hierarchy of the SEC?"
2: In the hierarchy of the SEC, it's going to sound bad, but they're in the lower bracket of of the conference itself. Um, now that said. I still think that this is a team that can make some noise in a regional. Um, the problem's going to be getting those big wins and, getting th- and locking down series um, to make sure that you have a chance. Because after you have a month of non-conference and then you have two months, a 30-game stretch of nothing but conference play on the weekends, which is where everybody's watching. Um, so I think... I think Auburn could make some noise and get to about 4th in the West. Um I I really don't see Auburn catching the likes of, you know, the, who uh, the number 1 overall seed in the tournament last year, Arkansas, Ole Miss is pretty good. Always there's the defending national champion Mississippi State uh who was gifted a national title by the NCAA. Um There's LSU, um, who just has, uh, who, oh, by the way, just picked up a new head coach from um, Arizona who uh, took them to Omaha a couple of different times. Alabama's really good. Texas A&M has uh, just picked up uh, TCU's head coach uh, after firing uh, Tildress, who was there for years and years and years. Uh, and now they get, uh, they steal TCU's head coach, um, who only took the Horn Frogs turned that entire program around. Um, and now he gets to do the same thing over in college station.
3: So who's the, who are the impact guys on this year? Like, like, like we, you know, like I said, we lost Tyler Miller, Stephen Williams, mm-hmm. Fitz, Ryan Bliss, but who's replacing those guys? Who are our, who are our impact
2: guys? So the names that you need to know, um, especially on, uh, like I said a few minutes ago, pitching is going to be where Auburn lives and dies. Um, I'm really not as concerned with the infield or the outfield, even though those places are still in flux as well. Um, But you're going to look to a guy like Mason Barnett, who was just named a top 100 prospect to watch uh, by D1 Baseball he's more than likely going to be your day one starter um, against Oklahoma here on Friday. Um, I kind of hope he turns into a Saturday guy because of the transfer that Auburn was able to pick up from Notre Dame and Tommy Sheehan. He was a four-year starter at Notre Dame, 3-0 um, in the COVID-shortened season, so 2020. He was 3-0 and with a 270 RA, He ended up starting two games last year, but ended up blowing out his arm and had to have Tommy John surgery. So he's going to be a work in progress to get him to Friday nights in the SEC. Um, So just a name to know, really, uh, as he as he tries to build up his innings and get his arm going. Um, the guy that I've been really high on for about two years now and I really want to see come into his own this year is Hayden Mullins, a kid from right around where I am right now up in, um, uh, in Gallatin, Tennessee, up in Hendersonville, that area of, uh, of Middle Tennessee. He's, he's been inconsistent at best. He was shut down last year um, after about middle of the season when he uh, wore out his arm a little bit. But I'm I'm really expecting a big year from Hayden. Um, another couple of names for the starters and the rotation uh, midweek guys that could jump up um, and. Uh, we, we kind of saw this guy last year a little bit. Jay Gonzalez uh, could be probably your four guy uh, but could slide up into a three if Sheehan can't get things going or if Hayden has some problems. Uh, and then there's old reliable Carson Skipper uh, who, is, who is using the last of his eligibility <laughs> Um, I I feel like he's the Wayne Madkin of the SEC in baseball here for the past like uh, about four or five years, but Carson still gets one more go at it. Um, So, so those are the names that you really need to know for the starters. Um, And I know I'm, I'm just, I I keep on going here, but um, probably your first guy out of the pen for me is Carson Swilling. Um, Carson was lights out, shutdown guy um, kind of took over that closer role when uh, Cody Greenhill was kind of needing to rest the arm a little bit um, so Carson I think is probably your uh, your setup to closer or your long mid relief guy along with Blake Bur- Burkhalter um, some newer names um, to, to kind of familiarize yourself with are freshman Chase Alsop Ben Boss Parker Carlson uh, those are some guys in the midweek or in the that are going to need some of that midweek seasoning uh, to get ready. But uh, another guy that I'm I'm really excited to see, and um, he's another Tommy John transfer from uh, Stanford, is Chase Isbell, who was a closer for the Bulldogs last year. He got seven saves last season with a two three two um, ERA. I, I'm really excited for him. He might. You might not see him until about week three or four, but but you'll know when he's ready to go.
3: So who's who's going to be my favorite player? I think every year there's a guy on the team that's like fan favorite, either because he's he's you know hitting bombs or whatever. But who's going to be our who's going to be the fan favorite player of the of the year?
2: So the name that I'm going to give you, um, I'm going to give you two. Um, uh, I'll give you two newcomers that you're going to love. Um, the first one, uh, shout out to, to, uh, to our guy Josh, another Sanford transfer, uh, Sonny Durecha. Uh, he's going to play first base more than likely um, after John Samuel Shanker is, was finally used on the football field, and he needs to work on the, on the catching the ball with both hands, not just the glove hand. <laughs> Um, uh, Sonny uh hit 271 last year with 9 doubles and 46 RBIs but the guy that I cannot wait to see with an aluminum bat in his hand is Blake Rambush who's going to be your third baseman uh, Juco transfer last season batted 444 uh, with 60 runs 71 hits, 16 doubles, 40 RBIs and 33 stolen bases this guy's not just a no, basher; he's also got some speed to him on the uh, taking over for Rankin Woley. Um, so those are the two guys that I would really look forward to to seeing, especially live uh, for you, Crow.
3: All right, We can't wait to do it. What's your prediction yeah. on the year?
2: So this year, I I do really. Believe that this Auburn team can make it to a regional. Um, I think that they're better than Texas A&M right now. I think they're better than Alabama. I think they're getting a lot of shade uh, from the media. Uh, they were picked seventh uh, in the media poll. I think that's a lot of oh well. they they lost uh, Ryan Bliss. They you know they lost you know anything of note. They lost Stephen Williams. That Judd Ward won't be there anymore. You know, Rankin Rolly won't, won't be there anymore. You know, There's a lot of unknown with Auburn. Um, but I like the way that this team is built. I like the way that, obviously, Butch Thompson has things. I think Cason Howell is an absolute leader in the outfield who has literally been a starter since day one in center and refuses to give it up. Um, I think this team can finish about fourth or fifth in the SEC West. Um, they're going to need to make some noise in the conference tournament up in Hoover. I can see them getting into a regional and as, as we all kind of know, once you get into the NCAA tournament, it really doesn't matter. Uh, especially an Auburn team that knows what success looks like when no one expects it from them. Um, remember Auburn, when they went to Omaha in 19 were, they were a, Two, basically a two or a three seed according to some um, in the Georgia Tech regional where Georgia Tech was the fourth overall seed and Auburn ended up pulling the upset and going almost uh, went undefeated through the Atlanta regional and it took a Herculean effort from North Carolina to get one win in their own super regional before Auburn went to the, super, or went to the College World Series
3: yeah it, it, the tournaments, especially in baseball it really just comes down to who's hot pitching in that moment, and I think, or or who's got super out bats in Auburn's case, mm-hmm. especially in that North Carolinas North Carolina games. Um, all right, I think that would be really great if we could make it to a regional. Um, is it, are these games all going to be on SEC Network or some of my ESPN Plus or what's the what's the I know that the the game that I'm by going to is going to be on Flow Sports or yes. something like that which is
2: yeah yes. Flow as a cycling
3: fans, I'm very familiar with Flow Sports it's, it's a miserable organization so
2: <laughs> yeah. no it, it, this will be the second year in a row that Auburn has started the season on Flow Sports and it's like a
3: hundred dollars It's it's an yeah. extremely expensive no, it, subscription
2: it's thirty dollars for a monthly subscription. Yeah. So luckily, I am going. I've got two of my be- two of my basically brothers that are going to the game. Uh, one lives in Austin, the other in Pensacola, but they're going both going to meet up and go to the game. So I'm going to get all my updates from them. Oh, they're going to stream you or Twitch. Yeah, it? they're just going to they're just going <laughs> to Facebook Live me in. Mm-hmm. Um, or uh, I'm sorry, Photoshop live me in. Yeah. Photoshop, yeah this, uh, um, this
1: episode brought to you by Meta.
2: Meta. <laughs> Meta. <laughs> um, pretty pretty much all the SEC games are going to be on either the SEC Network or SEC Plus. There are a couple of uh, like Auburn plays South Alabama at Riverwalk. Uh, that one won't be on. Uh, won't be streamed. Auburn actually plays up in Huntsville this year at Toyota Field against Tennessee Tech and former. Oh. Auburn pitching coach Steve Smith, who is doing a heck of a job at oh, Tennessee Tech. I uh, uh, love Steve. I Was
1: kind of hoping he's doing a bad job, so
2: maybe. Uh, yes, yeah, so maybe come <laughs> back. Um, no, he he's doing a great job building up there at Tennessee Tech, and it's good to uh, in Cookville. Uh, so they're going to be playing in Huntsville uh, at the beginning of March. Um, and so there are a couple of games here and there that won't be. Uh, usually, it's about. 53-54 50, of the fifty eight games uh, are are on the or uh, either on the plus on the network plus or SEC network. So
0: uh, I do want to call out uh, later in the season Auburn plays up in Jacksonville at Jack State, Chief. Yes. Oh boy. Yeah, April twenty sixth. Oh 26th. man. I was hoping
1: it was going to be May 6th cuz my sister's graduating on May 6th and I was just going to go up there and I could go watch the the voice play there too. <laughs> I might try to go up there and catch that. That'd be pretty cool.
3: Well guys, yep. I, uh, the, the good news
1: yeah before we uh, before we hit this uh this this next section is even if it's not on TV, it's always on the radio. That's and true. the best best radio support there is. There's nothing that That's radio.
3: Sport. If if you've got a work day and you've already finished the Orange and True podcast for that week. <laughs> Click on the Andy. Let him tell you a little about baseball. Guys, let's, uh, let's go to a quick commercial break. And then we'll come on back. We're just producing this podcast like a bunch of pros right now. That was Drew McCracken on the Orange and True podcast. And coming up next is a commercial you'll hear. And I'm going to hit this post like an absolute professional.
0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
2: Oh,
3: and we're back. Forty-four minutes and twenty-five seconds into that podcast.
1: I hope that was a Roman commercial. I really hope it was too.
3: I just hope someone just said, "You know what? Screw it. I'm going to hit pause on this thing and just listen to Alabama sing cheap seats." <laughs> I almost just did the entire segment just then. Drew as lyrics to cheap seats. Like, <laughs> we we got you, a you pitcher. What's his have. name?
2: What's that? What's his picture saying? Hey,
3: hey, Who's that guy? Yeah, yeah. We can't even spell it. Um, <laughs> it's the hand. So, we're back talking about basketball. And, uh, man, that was the closest to a professional sports podcast this has ever gotten. I don't know if you guys felt that uh, Every was really sports
1: That's why it's my favorite one that we do oh, every ah, year. I
3: feel like i got to loosen up a little bit, wash it off of me. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to talk about the fact that Auburn are beautiful, beautiful Auburn Tigers. We were 20, sorry, we were like 23 minutes in this podcast, Ryan. I was way off. You're right. Um <laughs> The call is like we've been on this call for like forty something minutes. The right. podcast yeah, we've go. been recording right. for like twenty three minutes. Um, I really hope that their commercial doesn't go in so that everyone can just hear all of this. Um, Auburn lost in basketball to uh, to Arkansas, which we don't do a lot. In matter of fact, the lineup that played against Texas A and M later in the week has not ever lost. As a starting no. lineup, mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, mm-mm. Uh, so Auburn still Rose, didn't lose in
0: regulation. That's,
3: that's true. That's true. Still undefeated in regulation, but we did lose our first game on American Shore.
2: Um,
1: is Arkansas really
3: <laughs> still is?
2: <laughs> the quote Lane Kiffin though, we were undefeated in forty-nine states. That's true. There you go. Undefeated
3: in forty-nine states. And uh, undefeated regulation,
0: arguably the best forty-nine states. Wise words, true. Very
1: wise
2: words.
0: Brian,
1: Brian, that's that was that was low, but shot
3: across the bow to the Arkansas. Of course,
1: we know how much you love Mississippi. So that's true.
3: Uh, Auburn lost.
1: Still going strong.
3: Auburn lost eighty to seventy-six in overtime. Um, The fact that it was, if you just read this box score. You would think, oh wow, what a close game. That doesn't put into perspective the Herculean effort to get back into this game, right? To get to overtime. Um, Auburn really found itself in a big time hole on the road, uh, in a very loud Bud Walton arena. And
1: I, I didn't realize it was. To like set
0: twenty thousand people. It's like, a, it is, is a insane. massive
3: facility and
0: it's a really nice gym. And it gets biggest crowd in that uh, arena's history, I believe. It
3: gets mm-hmm. real, real loud in there. And uh yeah. I mean, okay, I tried to tell this to I was telling somebody about this. I was like historically that is two or, or three in terms of SEC basketball powers.
1: Sure, like, yeah.
3: Kentucky's one and then who's two? It's either Florida or Arkansas,
1: right? Four so, is the one that everybody knows because it's a little more recent. But I mean, even around this, I mean, Arkansas had another little little spurt of being pretty good around the same time that Florida was winning their national championships. And you know, if Florida's not doing that, then we were probably thinking more about Arkansas. So
0: yeah, uh. yeah. does does LSU do the least with the most in terms of like? talent uh, uh, in the SEC I mean thinking about Shaq Ben Simmons they ben made Hervage it to a final and,
3: four with uh, Sharif's dad Glenn Big Baby Davis and who else Tristan Thompson Tyrus Thomas was on that team
0: sure I uh, just I never really think of LSU as having a lot of postseason success but like there's arguably just, you know, huge names in college basketball have been gone through there
3: and you didn't even mention the one who the
0: the gym's named after
3: who is Pete arguably one of Pistle the Pete five Maravich. best players yeah. that play the game by, to some yes. people. I said that. Oh okay. oh, okay. I mean, Pete Maravich is one of the guys that my dad talked about. Like yeah. you guys, you need to understand what this guy was doing. Like it was like, <laughs> you just stopped down. This cat was doing things that nobody was doing and scoring 50 a game in college without a no three point line. Yeah. Just ridiculous. They went back and like read some stat kit geek went back and rewatched all of his games from his last year at LSU and like recalibrated his scoring with three point line. And he basically averaged 50 points a game. If if there had been like it just doing stuff nobody was doing, shooting from everywhere. Anyway, talking about Corliss Williamson's Arkansas Razorbacks and Auburn lost to them because it really came down to. Auburn could not stop turning the ball over early in the game. Yeah. Again, and then just late in the game, could not hit a free throw to save its life. But also couldn't get to the dadgum line.
0: Like, could not get to the line line and couldn't not take a charge or not uh, deliver a charge. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Was well that game and the A and M game had more offensive fouls than any game I've ever watched.
0: put, Put quotes around that. That charge. Sure. Uh, just, that's the way it was called. I'll put it that way. Like, and, and, the, and this is the thing it's not uh, just the refs. That's Arkansas's strategy. I mean, they, they've talked about they every time you watch an Arkansas charge. game, this is what they do. They try to draw charges, which is a, uh, you know, kind of a pathetic way to play defense, if you ask me. A choice.
3: But it is a problem that has been caused by the officials. That is not an Arkansas problem. That is an incidentally officiating problem. You sure. go, but, go, it, but
0: it's part of Arkansas strategy is my point
3: You go look at one it's level nice. up, you will watch five NBA games before you see a charge called. It's, it's not it doesn't get called it's, it's a rule in the NBA. It's not interpreted like it is in college and so therefore they don't call them like it's it is very rare to get a charge called of an offensive foul like that in the NBA because you are not allowed to slide underneath guys. Like the referees will not let you do it. Whereas in college basketball it is like that is what Jalen Williams does.
0: Yeah. Bad he, bad Jalen. We're gonna go good Baylen, good Jalen and Bad Jalen.
3: Well, bad Jalen had a heck of a game against Auburn, except for he was sliding underneath dudes to get
0: charge okay. calls on him. Like Well, in the uh th- think of somebody that's a foot shorter than you. There is no so way Think, think about how, however tall you are. Think of someone a foot shorter than you. And that's what Jalen Williams with Wendell Green there's no Charging
1: way. There's no way, Wendell Green. Right. No offense to Wendell Green. There's no way Wendell Green could not like could intentionally try to Jalen If Wendell Williams.
0: Green can knock down Jalen Williams, he doesn't need to be playing basketball. He needs to be in pads for the football team. No, he
1: needs to be in the UFC. That too. Like, <laughs> like, uh, there's just no way it's possible. And you you look at that, and I don't see how you can. Yeah, oh, yep, that's a charge. That guy no. charged. Like, I will I say it.
3: I'll say it again, like I've said it a million times. I don't harp on the referees in terms of why we lose games because referees didn't miss shots. That's true. Auburn missed right. a bunch of shots and literally yeah. makes one free throw and this game is over. Auburn right. wins this game. Um,
0: you want to hit the four factors real quick, real?
3: Yeah. So Auburn shot a little bit better um, in effective field goal percentage, 43% to Arkansas's 40 Um Turn the ball over way too much, eighteen percent to twelve percent. Eighteen's not horrid. We have yeah. seen some, but, but Auburn's have been squirrels. around
0: twelve for the season,
1: right? Yeah, it's it was just bad for sl- Auburn. It's sloppy, like it was yeah. noticeably sloppy.
3: Um, offense rebounding percentage is the only real reason this game was even. If Auburn to win at it's one point.
1: Devin was just pulling down boards like crazy.
3: Auburn uh, out, yeah. off, out rebounded Arkansas forty one percent of and Auburn's Jabari. offense rebounds to twenty three percent. Um. For Arkansas,
0: Walker had 19 rebounds in this game.
3: Yeah, Walker really oh, yeah, sucking Walker in boards. Was
1: the, one, the guy in this game, and Jabari had almost had 10. He had nine.
3: Yeah, so. Jalen had 10. Yeah. Uh, the, free rate, the free throw rate. The uh, free throw rate. Auburn only got to the line uh, 0.1 out of every attempted field goal, and <laughs> it, so it took basically 10 shots for Auburn to get one trip to the line. Um, whereas Arkansas was almost four, like like literally forty percent. So almost every other. I will shot. say
0: mi- missing front ends of one on ones doesn't help. No, Kills it does not.
3: Kills. And, you. and and Auburn did that way way too often. Um, Jabari was uh, spurty, <laughs> not really a word, but he was a little bit streaky in this game. There were yeah. massive stretches where he didn't attempt a lot of shots. He didn't get the ball again. This was another one of those games where. Against Georgia and then now against Arkansas, a trend had happened where, uh, for whatever reason, uh, he wasn't getting the ball in scoring positions.
1: Kind of, kind of happened against A and M as well. Even, even after this game,
3: well, I would say at A and M at least you could tell there were trips on the court where an intentional
0: right. directive from yeah. Bruce had uh, been like, uh,
3: "We are getting ten the ball, give trying to score."
0: And I will say, I mean, Jabari still took sixteen shots he passed up on a couple more um, he should take 23 shots he, a game right especially yeah. in overtime uh, I, well, I mean i he just probably I just should have been should the have one at the end of regulation 25 shots, shots a game
3: would be would be like a normal night for jabari
0: the dude should
1: score at least 15 every game and i don't care how many shots it takes him to get there that's so uh,
3: <laughs> what jabari did in overtime that could have got like what jabari did the last his last two possessions in overtime were both self-made threes. That's a very important distinction. In both of those situations, he either took the ball across half-court himself and popped up and shot a three or came off a screen with the ball, popped up and shot a three. And and neither one of those were assisted three-pointers and neither one of those were like designed plays
1: for Jabari. Now He's just like, I'm taking this shot. I'm doing this. We're not going to lose this game.
3: Exactly, and it's very important to note because this was this was Jabari deciding, on Jabari's own, that he is going to take a three pointer and no one yeah. else is touching this ball. That's,
0: that's really the first time we've seen that from him, and too.
3: we haven't ever seen it now.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. and the game was effectively over. This was like inside a minute, you know. Yeah. Five, five, down eight, nine. Eight, eight, six, eight game. yeah, and uh, you know, Jabari comes up, hits a three. You, you know, you still have to go and foul because you're you know under thirty seconds. Um. Auburn's down six. That's right, he they, Hits three down and down three. Right. They they so hit get one free they throw. Hit uh, Jabbar hits another three to go down two. I uh, foul him again, and then Oklahoma missed a free throw. Arkansas I mean, they, with, or sorry, Arkansas missed their free throw with 15, 16 seconds left. Yeah, and uh, Auburn didn't get the rebound, which was uh, they was called tough.
3: a jump ball, and yeah, it was it shouldn't have been a jump ball. It should have been a foul, but it also. It also shouldn't have been a foul because we should have just gotten the rebound. Yeah, um, right. And and had we gotten the rebound, in my brain, I had already assumed Jabari's going to make another three here. <laughs> I, I, and this I is going to be the greatest
1: game of all time. I will say it was an awkward... Uh, awkward rebound. It went real far. It
3: caromed. It caromed yeah. off sure. the front. Yeah, and it went over Jalen's
1: head, and he still got his hands on it, but the guy behind him did too.
0: Other Jalen. Yeah, it was Jalen on Jalen jump ball, I believe. Yeah. So, I, and, and and the problem was, uh, you know, Walker had fouled out with about two minutes left in overtime, right? And he's the guy you would want there to get that rebound. He wasn't on the court. Um, and,
2: and, and the other
0: you know, Walker like, had a. Walker had another triple double in this game that was taken away from him with the foul calls on blocks that aren't fouls. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, finished this game 16, 19, and 7. Just, you know. <laughs> I would say that, that this Surge. game also kind of
3: shows you that basically with, with, with Katie and Wendell, Auburn's got two guys that can keep them into any game. Like,. Window Green effectively kept Auburn in the game in regulation. Sure, yeah. He was, at one point, a one-man five-zero run. He hit a three, came down, got a steal, hit a two. He, w- he was a one-person 5-0 run for Auburn that got the game within, with, I want to say, within two um, at the end of regulation. And then, the last shot in regulation, he takes an ill-advised shot from the logo that Auburn <sighs> didn't even need a three. To win
1: the game, could, could
3: have you know, a win. And,
0: and had a, effectively a full shot clock when they dribbled out. Yeah, it, it wasn't don't, a desperation. Yeah. So, yeah, don't
1: don't look, don't watch the GIF of the shot. It'll just make you feel bad.
3: No, yeah. it, there it, was
0: a one uh, number ten, very 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 open, and it was and a, right.
3: It was effectively the type of play, and I'll, the guy that has the amount of confidence that Wendell Green has in himself that allows him to be a one-man 50 run is also the guy that takes a shot from the logo that he shouldn't take yeah. and it's you have he to, still
0: got some lessons to learn That's and okay. I think
3: Bruce effectively said like after the game he was like we have to live with that like we're not in, uh,
1: this, we're not in this game without him so he, he took one three in the following game right <laughs> <laughs> uh, and actually I don't he Drove a few times. Uh, all, he was almost exclusively looking to dish the ball uh, in the next in the next game. And you could so tell I, he was
3: wiped out. Like yeah, this yeah. Team,
0: uh, Wendell Green, thirty eight minutes in this game.
3: Yeah Whew. this this team right. at the end of that Arkansas game were beat. Like they had no legs. Yeah. I, in um, fact, I'm a little bit shocked that his that his shot from the logo made it to the basket. Right. Because he had no legs on that shot, and on any well, he other
1: also shot. he also had to shoot over. I think Jalen Williams. I think that's who was on him at that point. It was yeah, one of man. the big guys.
3: You're right because um, he had gotten a switch. He really could have, yeah, could or should have driven because they had switched yeah. on him, and he
0: had a well, big. Well, it would have
3: been another another charge called charge for Well, there was, well a,
0: there was a charge in this game called um, right at midcourt. Like, and yeah, that, dude, that stuff. not on, like, wild, At, at one ball, point,
1: uh, there were six straight offensive fouls called. Six
0: straight. Yeah, yeah anyways, we, we we can't harp on that too long. Um, but yeah, so this was this was Auburn uh, playing against the hottest team in the SEC, not named Auburn, uh, with a sellout crowd, you know, the biggest environment, and maybe that arena's history. Um, first time they've knocked off number one at home. First time they played. They've bro? had number one at home, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That I, I remember thinking that it was funny that the. The two biggest teams that have ever played in that arena, as far as the rankings go, were both Auburn teams. Oh, and yeah, cause historically we were number bad two. As, right. Yeah. They knocked off number two Auburn in 99, you and then they knocked off number one Auburn this week. So Two highest-ranked teams to have played does in Does Kentucky middle. not play there? They, For whatever reason, they're not well, number one when they play there. Well, there
1: used <laughs> to be divisions, too. So. Right, um, that's part of it. And – and
0: you know, historically,
1: you don't have Kentucky. Was Arkansas never number one playing there, or is that not part it, of the It equation? doesn't count.
0: Okay. Yeah. They were as far as teams, they've hosted. Okay. All
1: right.
3: So, Auburn lost that game. It really re reemphasized how this podcast position on Zep Jasper is really great.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: We were proven correct, as we knew we would be. Um,
1: it's actually more it,
3: valuable than we all even realized.
1: It's it's really annoying to see these other people like post his stat lines or or his for the year and stuff to bro. It's like, dude, you don't understand what this guy's doing. Like, counting you, stats. You literally, yeah. never watched their games. If you if you don't understand, because he like, it's just incredible uh, to watch him play defense. But and also, he's just a calm presence on offense. Uh, we can actually run our half court offense when he's in.
0: He does um, run the ball over, ever, ever and ever, ever. And ever. The, one of the biggest things he does is he lets Bruce take these young guards with KD and Wendell, sit them down for a few minutes. Yes, one rest their legs, but also coach them as well. Exactly, because these both I mean. of these guys, when they're on the court, uh, they they tend to, you know, take shots they probably shouldn't. You know, try, if they if they're hot, even more so. Um, but it. A fifth-year guy like Zep, you don't have to worry about that.
3: But it's also uh, what makes those guys great.
0: Like, right. No, and, and that's not to take anything away from Wendell and KD. If Wendell— it's that, it's that they don't need to be playing 38 minutes a game. I was a little if bit— you can play him for 25 to 30, and Zep gives you 15 minutes of lockdown defense, Yeah, you know, not turning the ball over, and you keep those guys fresh to be scorers with the second line, because you already have Jabari and Walker starting— you don't need another high, high volume scorer on the first line. I was a little bit put
3: out by the fact that Wendell only took one shot, or one three in this game, because in the A and M game, in the A and M game, because yeah, it's like seven in this game. we we are going to need Wendell Green yeah, to yeah, be. We, uh,
1: I I kept saying, okay, shoot one. Yeah, like, I was like, just shoot one. Somebody's going to make one. Like
3: we're we're going to need him to we're be twenty. Shoot one. Like like full on. Peacock, Wendell Green, yeah. in a couple of days. Like, that's gonna We're going to have to have him.
0: Yeah, so save it for uh, when we go to Tennessee. We
3: can't have him being in his own head about, well, why I can't be pressing too much. Dude. Like, yeah. We need him to and, not think.
0: And I, I don't really think that's what the outcome of this game was. I mean, Wendell, Bruce, everybody pretty much said, you know, my team trusts me with the ball in my hands. That's, you know. They're not upset. It, that's just that's how it played mm-hmm. out. And again, it's that wasn't a uh, you have to have a bucket there to win the game. It went to overtime. It was tied. Um, there sure, were other worse I, out. There were I other just, worse outcomes that could have happened, like a turn, like a bad pass turnover. He had seven turnovers in this game. Uh, I, take I, a charge or take a charge again. At,
1: at the end of that game, though, I, I do think it was imperative that we tried to win at the end because sure, because yeah, Walker had four fouls. Winning that that that's the one thing to me yeah. uh, when, when we went to overtime with Walker having four fouls I I did not like like it um and it I mean he fouled out pretty quickly um about less than halfway through so um it, yeah I it,
0: it's I okay to lose this back.
1: Yeah no it's I look I'm not I I wasn't even really upset I just went about my business I, I, I it was really more of a Uh, withdrawal from the uh, high of winning more or less like I I wasn't sad I was just more uh, uh, really just bummed about not having the uh, joy that comes with winning like as far as on on Auburn Twitter which is always real fun there's always been we we still memed the team account though it's true yeah I I was upset that people uh, clearly had memes uh, prepared for a loss I was uh I was pretty not, upset about that's it. not very peacock not peacocking All right,
3: let's move on out of this loss. Yeah,
1: yeah. Into yeah,
0: into really,
1: We'll beat them if we play them again. I I yeah, have no Absolutely.
0: No doubt about it. We didn't uh, learn anything. Yeah. Andy said as much. Uh, did you see that video? From, yes. Wait, will be see So SG after term. after Arkansas had had rushed the court, uh you know, the broadcast guys were just kind of stuck there. So Andy's uh sitting in a broadcast table texting somebody. And uh, somebody had zoomed in on his phone and you could see him say, just wait till we get these jokers in the SEC tournament.
1: <laughs> yeah. Andy will be ready.
0: Andy's oh, peacocking,
3: <laughs> And Sonny will be there with his big woo-hoos. woo Woo-hoo. <laughs> So he did a lot of that. Listen to that A&M game. He did a lot of those because he, he got to watch one of the great performances in Auburn history from Walker Kessler as a got smashed by Auburn 75-58 to 58, in one just, of the most satisfying wins of the season for the Tigers.
1: It's got it to suck to beat that bad when the team that you're playing against only has one dude that's having a good game. <laughs> yeah, it also sucks to be the Aggies, Chief. Well, that's All the, all the time. It's <laughs> true. It's true, where you have to pretend that the fake military stuff I mean, isn't fake.
3: You're, you go next A&M. It's, yeah. The bar is low. Um, Auburn won all four of the four factors. Outshot A&M, 42%, 29. Effective field goal percentage. Turned the ball over a paltry 11%. percent A M only turned it over 12%, which is really good. Um, But Auburn, 11% is better. Offense rebounding percentage, Auburn smoked the Aggies, 42%, 29%. And the free throw rate, which is something that Auburn has not won much this year. Barely Auburn getting the line at 27% of the time, and A&M 24% of the time. Walker Kessler, as I mentioned earlier, one of the great performances in Auburn history. Auburn's had three triple-doubles ever, and Kessler's had two of them in the last two months.
1: Well, there's only been, uh, what, five guys that have had multiple triple-doubles ever in college?
0: Yeah, and they all have two. Uh, was it in college or in SEC? sure uh, uh, I believe it was the, the SEC. Okay, maybe it sounds more right. It was, it was right. Uh, four guys sitting at two. with. with and Shaq. Besser, not one of them. Shaq has six. <laughs> Shaq has six triple
1: doubles? Yes, yeah. yes he does. It's incredible. How they didn't win a national championship Bro. is beyond me, man.
3: People, this, people listening to this who are like younger than Ryan, let's say. Like let's say some you, Rick
1: Barnes stuff.
3: Let's say you were born in 2000 and you're listening to this. You have no concept of Shaquille O'Neal.
1: No, he's like, just the the he's, guy
0: he's that,
3: that, He is right. Shaquille O'Neal was a the happening. guy from the commercials. He was a happening. He was not a player. He was a thing that occurred, each game.
1: It's just I don't. I really don't understand how. I mean, I guess I wasn't aware enough to know if the rest of the team just really sucked.
3: Uh, no, I, no, no, no. They were really good, especially his his sophomore year. I think
1: they was Rick Barnes their good. coach.
3: No, who exactly. was their coach? Their coach was the guy that recruited Shaq because Nick he saw Nolte? him. No. Well, yeah. Very, it's actually very similar story to the one of the blue chips. <laughs> well. I Allegedly, understand. from what I understand, Shaquille O'Neal was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And at a military so base because his dad was in the military. And the coach at LSU was running a like basketball camp on this so military base. I think he went to high
1: school in Houston or. San Antonio.
3: Or somewhere. San Antonio. In- okay. Carver. So he was at when he was 15 he was on this military base, and Shaq was six foot seven as a 15 year old, and didn't really play basketball, but was six foot seven and like fairly dominant whenever he did play. And this LSU coach saw him, his, Dale Brown, Dale uh, Brown, easily dunking the basketball and just extremely athletic at six foot seven, and found out how old he was that he was in like the eighth grade, <laughs> and. Who is this kid's dad? Basically, because Dale Brown was running yeah. the clinic on the army base, yeah, and he goes and finds Shaq's dad, who is in the is sauna. It,
1: it, he's a drill sergeant. He's, yeah, it's his stepdad. His
3: yeah. dad is in, stepdad is in a, is in a sauna on the base, and Dale Brown sits there in a coat and tie,
1: <laughs> in the sauna,
3: in the sauna because he has to do this right now, and just like recruits the heck out of Shaq's dad.
0: And it was like at that she, moment, Chex, I was like, well, if
3: he goes to college by basketball, he'll go to LSU.
0: Shaquille O'Neal played three seasons at LSU. Uh, their record in those three seasons, 20-10, and 21-10, 22-11. How did they, they not win a, every game? They were a 6-seed, a 7-seed, and an 11-seed. Uh, care to guess how many NCAA tournament games they won in those three seasons? Two. One. That – they won right. one game as a seven as a seven seed. Well, now I'm convinced Rick
1: Barnes is just going to pull off the Rick Barnes mask, and it's going to be this dude, this brown I, guy.
0: I
3: want to say that Shaq was responsible for one of their tournament losses by oh, – this is going to the way back machine. I believe he got a technical foul late in the game that gave the other team two shots on the ball, and they made both free throws to take the lead and got the ball and ran the clock out. Man. Like I want to say Shaq. Like, Shaq.
0: so Shaq's junior year, in his last season at LSU, they said twenty-two and eleven, never ranked in the AP poll throughout the season, an eleven seed, and he broke lost, some backboards though. Uh, and then never ranked in the AP two, poll with Shaquille O'Neal. Never ranked with Shaq. Yeah, lost by two to Cal. Uh, yeah, in the first round. Wow, that, that is-, is horrible.
1: I owe Rick Barnes an apology. There is a coach worse than him. I believe they built the statue. That is a uh,
0: Jason Kidd led uh, Cal team, though. Yeah, but you got Shaq. Shaq. like
1: the dude in college,
3: where there's no defensive three seconds. He can just stand down there and just grab every shot.
1: And he's also not fat at this point. He's like really athletic. And no, you
3: watch his highlights. He's like running the floor with the ball. Like he's I mean,
1: the dude has six triple doubles. What oh, no. in the world?
3: LSU, man. Anyway, back to us beating AM. Back yeah. to the main thing. Aggie suck. Yeah. And yeah. this was, in my opinion, the Alan Flanagan game.
1: Yeah, Al's back, baby. Yeah, I owe him a positive. We had two guys that had good games. Alan
3: Everybody Flanagan. Is,
1: okay. Alan, had a great
3: game. Alan Flanagan missed one two-point shot. In this game, I think he missed like five threes. Was the two point shot the one he threw off the bottom of the room? May have been.
0: I can't remember if he got fouled it or not. But,
3: but he oh. he uh he missed one two pointer, and I want to say he missed like five threes because his he I think he was like five for eleven or something like that. I
1: mean, there was a, I've never seen a, a, a like lid on the basket like we had. Yeah, uh, could not make a three.
0: Like they they would all hit. They yeah, just, they all lip out. They weren't they weren't bricks or anything, but Ugh.
3: Yeah. Flan, Man. what Alan Flanagan has done is he's tapped back into the thing that made him special and and still makes him special for this team, which is he's one of him and Katie Johnson are the two guys who are like screw it, I'm taking this ball, and you are gonna have to stop me getting to the rim right yeah. now, and. We need more of that out of Jabari. We need more of that out of Wendell a lot of times. Out of Devin, Lord knows. I'd love to see Devin go to the rim <laughs> a little bit more. He could kill somebody.
0: But but Alan <laughs> think He almost did. not great.
3: Devin Cambridge may have had the best Duncan Auburn Arena ever. We've
0: period. said that, I think, uh, every home game for the last month.
1: And it's it was coming to my goal, and I had gotten up uh, to go use the restroom during what I thought was a TV timeout. That was oh, not. No, geez, oh down. no! I saw the dunk I, because I I went into the bathroom and I realized I'm like, wait a minute, that's the horn. They're coming back. So then I walk out of the bathroom and go to the drink rail. So I at least saw it. Uh, Golson was not as lucky. He was he was still in the can. Oh no!
0: And uh, yeah, yeah. It was uh, the uh, very strong business decision by number four? Oh on yeah. Texas A&M. There. What are you gonna do? Um, I, I don't blame him at all. Oh no. no! I would have done the same thing. I mean, he was uh, he was right there and just decided, "Yeah, I'm just I'm not going to go up for that." You either get clowned for getting out of the way, or you get clowned for getting dunked on. I'd rather be. Getting, and uh, getting dunked uh, yeah, out it's out not going, going to be. Gonna be Oliver Sports Center when you're dipping out of the frame. So. I mean, like
3: that's a dunk that if there's a still picture from the from the sideline cam, that picture's being blown up and put in the Auburn basketball facility <laughs> one day, and it could be that dude's face <laughs> at <laughs> yeah, Devin's yeah. waist as he's getting yeah. dunked on.
0: Yeah, they haven't um, had another oop in this game too. Where like it was not uh, the best uh, entry pass to him, and you know, he caught he, it. and caught it back. He caught it. Yeah, like the ball was almost. Yeah, below it wasn't like he. he, he yeah, he caught it. Had
1: enough time to think about. Hey, I'm going to do this. Like the dude just floats in the air. That was I, a very I, Vince
3: I, Carter move. Was uh, catching it, having hands big enough to catch it with one hand. Right, and then being in the air long enough to then pull it back. so remember Vince did, did a catch. <clears> One-handed windmill uh, dunk on an alley at North Carolina one time in like an exhibition game, and it was like the most preposterous thing I've ever seen because he caught it and had enough time to go all the way around with it. I bet Devin could have too if he wanted to. Yeah,
1: De- Devin is uh, also he should um, join a revived cast of the of Jackass when he's done. Uh, because the dude can just take a fall. Oh, yeah, like, that's for like sure. Like on that monster dunk, he fell pretty hard. Oh, he dude. just popped right back up, right down the court. I thought
3: he had blown out both of his knees the way that he <laughs> landed. I
1: was like, well, <laughs> that dunk was not worth it. <laughs> he, he, he takes a pretty good spill maybe at least once a game, but he's he's always fine. He always jumps right back up, ready to go. Uh, uh, I've got m- much respect for Devin Cambridge for, for that stuff. He, yeah. Uh,
3: you don't have Jabari's stats in here for this game.
0: Uh, let's see, Jabari Smith in this game: nine points, eight rebounds, four turnovers. Just a casual,
1: yeah,
3: casually, a
0: casual 9-8.
3: <laughs> One point away. Two, two, two assists, 9-8.
0: two steals, a block. Yeah,
1: yeah he's playing yeah. pretty good defense in this game. He 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 missed quite a few shots. Um, just, Three I mean, attempts
0: in the field. Had None a really those, good dunk
1: in this game. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Uh, where I believe he attempted to try to get in there to dunk. It did not happen. Got the rebound and then just yes. slammed it.
3: And uh, really was mad at himself because yeah. of how he'd been shooting. And I think – because his first shot of the game was money. It was a three oh, yeah, buddy. from the top Woo. of the key and he Woo. nailed it.
1: The and only three we made for quite a yeah. while in this game.
3: Yeah. Uh, and he's a guy who's used to making 40% of his threes. Like this is – he's in an uncharacteristic slump. The whole team is yeah, as well. Yeah, as the shooters.
0: team is. Yeah, the team's in a, sle- a shooting slump, but uh, when you're as big in the front court as they are, and as good on defense, you don't you don't have to be shooting the ball great. Um, I mean, a And M just had nothing for Walker, uh, nothing for Flan, and couldn't hit a shot on their own. They were zero yeah, ten and three in the first half, I believe. Ryan,
3: yeah, do you I have mean, the stats I- in front of you? How many assists the team have in this game? Auburn or a Auburn.
0: Auburn had 18 assists in this game That's pretty uh, and good. pretty spread out. I mean, Wendell had five. Katie had three. Flan had two. Jabari had two. Devin had two. Jalen had two. Wow.
1: Yeah, team effort there. How Speaking mean, of Jalen, that man, uh, he had a, a casual, what, five and 11 game? Yeah. <laughs> five and 11.
3: You know, the classic five points, 11 rebound games from your backup. Big. Um, because I, I asked that because I would imagine that against Arkansas we had nowhere close to eighteen team uh, assists because the ball was moving around so much nicer against A and yeah. than against like you could tell there was a, a added emphasis on we're going to make extra passes because against Arkansas way too many it- possessions were. Whoever has the dribble, ball, dribble,
0: dribble, dribble, shot. Dribble, 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 yeah. Eight, eight, eight assists in the Arkansas game. There eight assists, nineteen turnovers, and in the A and M game, eighteen assists and ten turnovers. So, and you
3: get a lot of assists when you make a lot of control. twos, like when you make a lot of twos, like Auburn's doing. You will get a lot of assists, let them fed into the right to the layup. But yeah, which I think Auburn. I mean, they have the passing to do it. They should do it. Like it's not. They don't need to play hero ball. They have enough bulk down
1: low to actually
3: throw it in. Get your guy. Get your guys mean, two points for the free throw line.
1: I'm convinced we could just throw an oop to Kessler every play. Like, <laughs> Do something there. Like, because yeah. he's seven. He's seven two. He can get up there too and and catch the ball. He's got great hands.
3: Jabari had two of the best uh, passes he's had all year in this game. One was an oop to. Ted Dylan, which yeah, nobody saw coming because I don't think was I the first that. ever connection between those two guys. And the second was a pass from a double team. He was on the, if you're looking at the basket, the right elbow mm, yep. catches the ball, turns, and then makes a bullet to the left corner three to Flan, which yeah. pivot, which makes the entire defense have to adjust now to the other side of the court. And in that time, Flan fakes a three-point shot, puts the ball on the deck, goes up and gets a dunk. Yep. And it's great. it was inc- it was great basketball because now Jabari's passing out of these double teams to get two points for, to a teammate. Yeah. And I said on the slack, hopefully people quit doubling him because then it's just going to be great. I'll make all these yeah. elbow jump shots. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that passing. happened a lot early in the season was that people were basically saying, following the analytics and saying, all right, hit that 18-foot jumper. You know, right. We're not going to double you. If you're going to try it, we'll let you do it. And then he was showed that he could hit it 60-plus <laughs> percent of the time. Yeah. So now they're doubling him on it. And uh, it's just it's just a game of adjustments. Uh, yeah, and – Start figuring out that, that passing out of the double team, it'll open it, back up.
1: If he has a weakness, uh, I think passing a lot of times is one of them. And, and it's not – I you know, I don't even know that it's the actual passing. It's more of the, the decision, like – um, he he throws the ball away more than you would think a guy as talented as him does. Um, just and it's like kind of harebrained looking when you're watching. So I think maybe some of it's more decision making than actual ability to pass.
0: Yeah, um, it's not like he's missing guys by you know just throwing it over their head or anything. It's just it's yeah. he's not seeing somebody or right. somebody jumping in. the Right. Um,
1: th- and, and sometimes it's just thinking a guy's going one way and he goes the other and it just.
0: And that's you know that's part of being a freshman, not a team. Right. Where you're the only exactly. freshman.
1: It, ex- exactly. I, I would say it's the one one element of his game uh, where he looks like a freshman. That's yeah. pretty much it. Very talented freshman, but a freshman.
0: It, talking about passing though, I, I do want to call out the uh, almost assist ended up not counting because of a foul by Zep. Uh, the
3: double bounce. There
0: was. No, the pick up a loose ball and a kind of a bowling hook shot down the court. Yeah, it was yeah. double
3: bounce. Uh, it bounced twice. That was that was Wendell. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was Wendell. Okay.
3: He he uh, threw one it sidearm.
0: Yeah. And it bounced Jay, twice. Jalen picks it up uh, around the free throw line, goes up, gets fouled. Devin had a insane putback but it didn't count either. It was them. the
3: play down the court after his monster dunk. Yeah. Which is why everyone on the bench was losing their minds because. <laughs> Had he had he gotten that one to fall in the monster I was like, this guy is losing his mind on the court right now. He is flying. All right, let's talk upcoming games. Auburn got Vanderbilt coming up, and this is Wednesday night. Am I right?
0: Wednesday night, eight o'clock.
3: It's eight o'clock p.m. That's where you. The A team you come I once claimed
1: for. was uh, was coached by Jamal Mashburn.
0: It is, uh, <laughs> it is not. <laughs> no, it's not Jamal Mashburn. The. Uh, uh. It's a vanity team that's maybe maybe starting to figure some things out. Sure, Dallas, Dallas Mavericks great Jamal Mashburn, aka Monster Mash.
1: Well, it, it, I think they uh, they have a, a really good player in Scotty Pippen Jr. Yeah, um, uh, all all SEC. Do we think surely oh, he's, he's averaging like he's twenty five yeah, a game he, or something like that?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's probably one of the all SEC. He's goals. averaging
3: eighteen point nine
1: points a game. Yeah, it's pretty crazy.
3: Um, and he's averaging four assists a game.
1: I think uh, just just judging just from looking at that, and every time I see his stats scroll on the screen, it kind of feels like they probably run their entire offense through him. Uh, so
0: yeah, he's the country. He's a usage rate of thirty four percent, which is Holy good for in the country. Yeah, um, and. I, I, you know, I'll go ahead and say it, Chief. You can be mad at me. Um, no. No, not, a, right. not an no. elite shooter, but he is an elite scorer because he's fourth in the country in fouls drawn per for 40.
3: Now we're talking Uh
0: Yeah, he, uh, he lives to be fouled.
3: Here's he's the deal, good. Chief. He scores 19 a game. Vanderbilt scores 68 a game.
0: Oh, boy. That's a third of
1: their points. Yeah.
3: They live and die point. with Scottie Pippen, Jr., you can okay. go to this game at Auburn Arena for the low, low price of one hundred and sixty-six bucks.
1: Man, uh, Wednesday so, night. I don't night.
3: against. Well, that o'clock. used to be
1: a big game. Red. Um, hasn't been here recently. Okay.
3: Eight p.m. Yeah. on a church night.
1: Yeah, that is. Uh, well, it, not on Nobody where you goes go. to
3: you, Wednesday night church
1: anymore. What well, no, you? You're out by eight usually.
3: Believe me, nobody's going to Wednesday night church anymore. All right. Oh. <laughs> We're not serving it. dinner anymore. We don't even do it anymore. Um, wow. Auburn offense against the Vandy defense. Auburn is uh, Vanderbilt. Put it this way: Vanderbilt allows everybody to be as good as Auburn is. I think it's what what Ryan said about A and M last week. Vanderbilt's the exact same. Vanderbilt actually allows people to be uh, a little bit worse than Auburn on on a turnover percentage. They they average turn their opponents over 90% of the time. Auburn only turns over 18% of the time. But Vanderbilt basically allows everybody to be Auburn.
0: Yeah, the one thing we're a little worried about, you say they allow everybody to be Auburn. Uh, That's good and bad. Their defense uh, is kind of mediocre, but they excel at not allowing you to hit threes. They're the best team in SEC play only allowing uh, 27% from three, well, which That's okay, is, we, which we turn, is exactly what Auburn end. is doing. Yeah. In, yeah. SC, but they, I would they, say... The exact same three-point percentage.
3: What Auburn in, does a, early in the SEC play, at least, what Auburn was doing was against teams that were good at defending the three, Auburn just took a bunch of twos. Yeah. And against teams that were not good at defending the three, Auburn took a bunch of threes. So I would imagine this is not going to be a game where Bruce is like... We got to get our three point well, percentage back. It's
1: going to be well, yeah, if they if they're out, If, if they want to try to guard us out of the three point line, go for it, baby. Uh, yeah. uh, what well, ended up by. for Auburn was,
0: like you said, they were able to do what the defense uh, gave mm-hmm. them. And then we found out Walker Kessler was unstoppable, even if you were good at stopping twos. Because right.
3: yeah, so, you're not bad. good at stopping seven foot one.
0: Yeah. yeah, if you yeah, want to
1: exclusively guard us at the three-point line, I might give my wish and just throw oops to Walker Kessler all game. All game.
3: Build the whole that's... office out of oops to Walker. Yeah. And yes. Jabari elbow jump shots.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then when Walker's on the bench, we'll just throw him to Devin. And
0: there, there we know. go. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a funny split. So the Auburn offense and SEC play is 13th in three-point percentage and second in two-point percentage. The Vandy defense is first in three-point percentage and 12th in two-point percentage. So... <laughs> So it just okay. depends on who's going to dictate how that works. We've
3: got to so, hurry if we're going to get to Florida. So Sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's one thing that you absolutely have to know about Vanderbilt. It is they get uh, a lot of their shots blocked. And when I say a lot, they are one of the uh, 12 worst teams in the country. 343? Is that what I saw? 346. Jeez. Oh, boy. Even uh, worse. Auburn, you know, number one in the country at that. Uh, Walker's looking at another triple-double if he can uh, stay out of foul trouble. Vandy's going to try and... You know, get fouls. They're uh, 11th in the country in uh, getting to the free throw line. So Great. that's the game right there. Is it is it it's blocks the or the fouls? Is
1: I it... thought you were going to say Jamal Mashburn is not their coach. I thought that was
0: what you he, were. he's not. Um, it's no, Jerry I was...
3: Stackhouse. Stack. And I, here's the thing, Jerry Stackhouse, high on the list of guys I wouldn't say anything to <laughs> <laughs> because I would not want to cross him. The Jerry Stackhouse will fight you stories are amazing. If you want to Google. To I'm Jerry Stackhouse spot some guy it is you know, go down a, a good rabbit hole um on Saturday Auburn goes to the swamp of Gainesville Florida to play the Gators and this is a game that on paper Auburn should win but Auburn hasn't won in Gainesville in a long time um a real long time I don't know how don't long? Have in front of me but it's been a
1: while oh, yeah it um uh... It, it is a place that we have traditionally struggled. Um, I mean, it's a place where many teams struggle.
3: Also, uh, Auburn struggled everywhere on the road traditionally because we were a really bad yeah, program for a yeah, long time. Yeah,
0: yeah that's, that's how that works. Uh, let's see. I, I'm looking at the last time Auburn won in Gainesville, and I don't see any else there. Da, 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 I, I want to say this is da, not na- there. 1996, yeah, I was, believe, is the last Auburn win in Gainesville. Um, yep. So it was, uh, before uh, my first uh, birthday.
1: It's before they were good at basketball. Um, it, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tough place to play for anybody. Um, and this Gators team, though, is is
0: struggling this they year. Struggling They've had a, a lot of injury issues. They've had mm-hmm. nine different guys start multiple conference games. Uh, Colin yeah. Castleton just back from injury the last week or so. He's their Shame. best player by a mile. He's, he's definitely their yeah. best player. in – and played really well against uh, Walker in Auburn Arena, uh, beginning of conference play.
3: He's a six um, foot eleven forward. Uh, he is a he played senior. really
0: well against Dylan in Auburn Arena. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was that was a Walker gets fouled a lot game, I believe. That's yeah, that. it
3: was. Uh, this is a game Auburn beat them obviously the last time they played. That was in Auburn Arena, as you might imagine. This one's going to be in Exact Tech Arena. I'm sorry. What? Ex- Exactech Arena okay. at Stephen C. O'Connell Center. Huh. You All can right. get tickets yeah. there for as but, low as seventy-six dollars. Anytime
1: you, well. anyone that wants to complain about Neville Arena, just think about what. It, what it's what, it's, what, it's what, not a brand.
0: Okay. Yeah.
3: Exactech Arena. Exactech.
0: Okay. Yeah, Colin Castleton uh, when he played Auburn earlier this year, twenty-two points, ten rebounds um only two fouls and Walker Kessler fouled out of that game so. yeah was annoying um
1: hopefully the, we'll get to see Walker play most of this game Um if he does then we'll win this easily I think um and uh, uh
0: this is a team that just got shellacked by Kentucky um they they really weren't getting beat that bad, and then no. you look up and uh, yeah. it went from I think like a five point game to a twenty point uh, game.
1: Well, Kentucky minutes. has something that we do not, and they have uh, suddenly have a few capable three point scorers uh, on their team. So um, uh, they they knocked down several threes all all of a sudden, and it was yeah. it was over. Um, which is which is why it's great to be able to shoot the three. Um, I would say, like I said, if Kessler can play the whole game, we're good. Uh, even if we can't shoot three, if we somehow learn how to shoot three again, then we should be pretty successful here too. So,
0: yeah. Florida may be missing their starting point guard in uh, Tyree Appleby. Uh, hurt his knee in that Kentucky game. Um, yeah, like I said, just a ton of injuries have kind of piled up.
1: Throughout the year for them is that is that Tyree Appleby, the uh, the Applebee's fortune?
0: Uh, I believe so. Actually, yes. Okay.
3: Guys, did you guys know that the O'Connell Center, which is what most people call tech Arena or the O-Dome, when it first uh, yeah. opened, its roof was inflatable and had a system of blowers and air handlers that kept the inside air pressure high enough to hold the roof in place. So now right. the
0: way the uh, Georgia Dome was built,
3: so they were it actually was a higher air pressure inside the building than outside, which is how you had a roof. So you had to have revolving doors at all the
1: gates. Yeah, we had Um, a we had a a dome, a bubble over our pool at Sports First, where I uh, worked in high school.
3: They put a new roof on '98. It cost them ten million dollars. Well,
1: they earned it right back because they
3: wanted to. That's only half a Neville. Only only half half of a Neville. That's true. Uh, Anyway, I I don't know much about this team other than we beat them already. I think this yeah. is the game that Auburn can go down there and actually get a win, break a streak. Yeah. It would be amazing to have the Florida streak and the LSU streak in football end in the same year, um, even yeah. though the football streak meant nothing because the team was – that's the highlight of last year's football team. And I don't think this would be the highlight of this yeah, year's basketball was, team.
0: Uh, one of the best plays you've seen a quarterback make all season
3: in any uh, any level. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Until Matt Stafford's no-look game when he down pass last oh, night. Oh, God, Matt
3: Stafford. People wanted impressive. me to cheer for them last night because he's from here. No. And no. I see, you no, know, normally I don't really care where a guy went to college. Once once they get to the NFL, I really don't care. But I was at the 07 Georgia game. Yeah. Denver, Georgia yeah. Game, we I'm, all were. I can't do it. I can't cheer for Matt Stafford after that game.
1: He had a he had a run in this game, and I I wanted to throw up because it I was like, oh my god, he's about to do it again. He's about to do it, I go uh, seven. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, poor uh, Evan McPherson. Hey, you know what? Not poor. He no, got man. to go to the Super Bowl. Gets paid Bowl. a lot of money. He got to he got to watch the halftime show. Good on him. Just yeah. wish you could have won it. Feel bad for CJ. You didn't see a lot of action last
0: night. Yeah, you? I think that I think that knee was still pretty banged up. Yeah, he, he, he caught hurt. one pass, but uh, yeah. Well, guys, more, more passes than you and I will have to the Super Bowl. What do we think? Two and zero oh this week.
1: Two and zero oh this week, um, and that'll bring our number, our magic number down to down to f- three, three. Okay, three right now.
0: And uh, so. if uh, if our Vol friends can do the thing against Kentucky, it could be even lower.
1: Here's the thing, Ryan. Um, they're not our friends, I know. It's Rick just, Barnes is their coach, so sure.
0: It's the regular season, chief. It's okay. It's
1: true. It's true, but it would give them a slim chance of winning the SEC title to do. Yeah,
0: to, they're they got so. about yeah. a like. There's like a three percent chance Tennessee could win the SEC title or, or split it at least. Yeah, uh, if they, they lose have this to, game, they're,
1: they're out. But. Yeah, they have to win out,
0: and right, and we have we to
1: drop we're, it also out. on schedule.
3: Yeah so yeah you gotta play us
1: yeah uh two and oh um feel pretty good about it uh yep i got a i got a birthday party this weekend Uh, happy birthday man well not me not for me
3: oh happy birthday whoever alex alex oh oh, yeah nice man
1: six years old can't believe it that's awesome Uh, so yeah. before we
0: go, do we want to talk about football at all? Nope. All right. the, head coaching, you the head
3: coaching position? Nope. See you guys next week.
1: Who are you talking to? Keep on cocking.
0: Have a War Eagle weekend.